This is Stop the Damn Match. Down pub. Hiya, welcome to Stop the Damn Match Down the Pub with Daz and Marcel from Germany. As you've just heard, we've got some new intro music for the bonus episodes going forward. This is a song called Stalker by someone else, a band from Shrewsbury in England, my hometown. So I hope you enjoy that and I hope you enjoy the episode today. Hello. What? <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. How was the gym? Uh, yeah, it was better than uh, the last time when I uh, trained my upper club on my high body. Yeah. So you'll be like um, Ultimate Warrior soon? Oh, I become more Scott Steiner in this prime. <laughs> <laughs> Do, uh, but will you be better at math? No, uh, I, seriously, I have a, a. I don't know what this. Um, I can't mathematics. I don't oh. make. Uh, I don't make any uh, failures when I write some, something, or uh, I don't have even problems uh, to learn uh, another uh, language and all this this stuff. But uh, I have really big problems uh, with all this logical stuff. So I'm not a good calculator, I'm a good, gym. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm an idiot who is in the gym and I'm a child. <laughs> was the, was the gym. <laughs> I thought calling you Kevin. Hmm? Alpha Kevin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you watched this week's uh, Shotgun? Shotgun, yes, sure. Yeah, I watched this morning. It was good. I really love Absolute Andy and Killer Kelly. Yeah. Oh, I was surprised that Killer Kelly is in Germany. I thought that she's in Portugal. Yeah, me too. That's... But I was in tears. I was laughing so much at Absolute Andy and Killer Kelly. It was so funny. Yeah, that's true. He has. He, he, I seen Absolute Andy as this character is amazing. So he's just. The way he speaks to the other wrestlers is brilliant. <laughs> yes, that's true. Especially and when he be- and when he turned uh, heel and betrayed Marius Alani and his uh, when they has a own tech team, that was great. What was that team called? Um, I don't know what the name was, but. Uh, there's a good, there's a funny interview segment with them both, and I sent you this. Okay. Later. I, lo- I, I think Evening. he may be coming my, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers, Absolute Andy. Yeah. When he, he was in a German talk show uh, and uh, talked about his two lives as a um, financial expert and professional wrestler. 
Wow, two de- two very different lives. That's true. Wow. So he's not just a smart wrestler; he's a smart businessman as well. Yes. Wow. What was your favorite uh, moment of Shotgun this week? Uh, the match between Norman Haras and um, Leon von Gasteren. This was good. I think uh, it's always a pleasure to see Leon von Gasteren, and uh, it's good that he uh, supports this young guy in I, this match. I was very surprised that Norman Harris won I, because they were saying how uh, Leon had got a title shot he was meant to have in uh, Miami, and then they were big in making him sound like he was the number guy for the shotgun, not for the shotgun, for the for the title, and then. Norman Harris beats him. It was, I was very surprised. Yep. But it was a good surprise, not a bad surprise. That's true, and I'm looking forward for the um, the Heaven's Castle with Levania next week. Yes. Is he with the the pretty bastards, isn't he? Yes. How do you say his what he calls his castle in German? Das Himmelsschloss. There we go. I was trying to say it, but I was murdering how you say it. I said <laughs> him and Schlosser. <laughs> Sounds so bad. I'm a bit surprised how uh, his progress is. Yeah, he is amazing. Two point three in three years because uh, maybe it could be really uh, dangerous that he become boring because he says always the same things. But uh, I hope that he will getting better, 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 and better. Yeah, but you think The Rock in the Attitude Area, he said the same things all the time and he became one of the big stars in the world. That's true, but uh, Levanil is for this scenario uh, too young. Yeah. How old is Levanil, do you think? I don't know, I believe 20 or 21 maybe. He has a lot of time left in the wrestling business. Yeah. I, I just think... I don't know, but I, even though there is not much live wrestling at the moment, I think Shotgun is becoming one of my must-see shows. I, I don't want to miss a show. Yeah, and uh, I think it's uh, really good that that they uh, only produce two matches at the show. Yeah. So you uh, they're telling the stories of the wrestlers, of the storylines, and... Um, Giving there more space than some wrestling matches that maybe become boring. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Like you got to see. Maybe some of those uh, pro wrestlers are out of shape and not on a um, uh, on a physical way, but uh, they have ring rust. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Three months off with no matches, it can it, it would definitely have an effect. So. I think the production is really good. Oh, yes, definitely. They focused uh, everything on the, uh, what happened in the ring, and uh, the setup is great, and they have a great atmosphere. But, uh, I like uh, I liked the uh, when they're talking about the title, the shotgun title that they need a tournament, and then Alpha Kevin is talking, and he is talking about eating chicken all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And Melanie Gray is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think it's maybe the best couple that we have in European wrestling. Yeah, definitely. I enjoyed it so much uh, to watch this both people. It's 
it's great. Yeah, they 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 have found like the right kind of comedy, and it works really well. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I think I I am now looking forward each week for Shotgun. Like, I need to see the next episode. None of this. Oh, I, I'll watch it next week. It's like I must watch this this week. It's so so good. Must see TV. Yeah, definitely. So uh, also tonight. Well, it will be last night. We will we have um, NXT takeover in your house. Oh, I watch it. Uh, I watch it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm watching tomorrow as well. So maybe tomorrow, do you want to do a little bit about it, talk about it, and put it into this episode? Maybe, yeah. maybe in a past episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can put it. We can. We can. But it's such a uh, interesting uh, brand in my eyes. Yeah, and such an interesting product. Definitely. It's just, and and I think the way if you said to me that the main roster was doing a backyard brawl, I'd be like, oh no, it's going to be bullshit, but because it's NXT and Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream, I'm actually interested in thinking these two guys could put on a really good story in this scenario. Yeah, and I think it's a uh, right place in this scenario because uh, it's what uh, uh, your house papers in the paper the paper in the 90s. Was it actually in a in my eyes, the, the on-point thing for the Attitude Era. Yeah, definitely. A bit, it, They're becoming the people, uh, the first step, a step for becoming the huge stars. Yep. Remember Brett the Hitman Hartford, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. And they were shorter pay-per-views, weren't they? They were, like, only two hours long. They weren't, like, three, four-hour long. They were short pay-per-views. Yeah. They got a better product in my eyes yep. at this time. And it made new stars through these shows, which I thought were good. It was so important at this time because everyone, uh, not everyone, but so many people was turning with, uh, against wins and going to Ted Turner's WCW. Yep, and he had to find a way to uh, keep his stars. Do you have seen the Monday Night Wars was series on the network? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that series. Yeah, I have it. Uh, as a DVD. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I have binged it. Most of the time when I uh, don't have the network. Oh, cool. The, it, I think it told the story, but it was refreshing. Like, it was bits that maybe you didn't notice when you watched it when you were alive. Now you look back and think, that, that's why they did this. Yeah, some people critics WWE for this series and saying um, it's only a uh, Pro WWE and the WCW thing uh, comes too bad away, but in yeah. my eyes, there's very self-critic on this. Uh, yeah. Documentation. Yeah. If they did something shit, they're not saying it was good. They they say, yeah, this wasn't a good time in wrestling and stuff. Yeah, I I think I think it was one of the best series on the network. <laughs> Remember, Vince McMahon has. Um, Taking a victory over a billionaire. Yes. With her own TV station, with her own TV network. Yep, and he did it having to find a network and a TV station rather than already have one. Yeah. So, 
And at the end, the WCW, uh, I believe, the copyright and the licenses uh, were only for two million dollars or something to WWE. Jeez. That's sad. That's so sad. Do you think all the history and the years of the old matches from the NWA and stuff, and then you think it? I, be- I believe that uh, Diamond Dallas Page has said on a documentary uh, if he knew that it's only this. Um, that's only this worth, then uh, he had to buy it. No, fuck. But he obviously didn't know it was that small amount. But, but I think uh, WCW gets today good, uh, had a good presentation on the WWE Network. Yeah, yeah. But back last, last week, the thing was very good. So he has a WCW fan. It was great to see this, this thing. Yeah, because it, would, it had never been... Uh, on TV before, had it the interview part, mm. which I thought I I never I, I enjoyed watching it. It was it was good because it wasn't too long for too long. It was like half an hour. Yeah. So it was easy to watch and just really interesting. Yeah, and you see uh, what a big, uh, which good reputation has Sting at this time under his uh, people. Yeah, definitely. Because when he was speaking to Macho Man and stuff, you were like, these guys actually respect Sting as a guy and as a wrestler. That's true. So, I think it was. I think it was good because it was something we'd never seen or heard before. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't like to look behind the uh, behind the curtain. Yeah, I want this illusion, but uh, this. This documentary about Sting was, in my eyes, a good look behind the curtain because it's not uh, too much. Because uh, I don't see too much about uh, what happened backstage. Yeah, where Undertaker's documentary, I think, is too much. Like when he talks about when you see his wife and his kids and all this, as like, and then you see him on in the uh, emergency room, and you're like, I, I don't need to see this. No, this isn't. The Undertaker to me is the guy who rolls his eyes in his head. For the un- yeah, especially for the Undertaker, there's the uh, so much bigger than the person. Yeah. And it was, it, and now, I, lots of people I know said they really liked the documentary, but I, uh, I'm not really that big a fan. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm like you, I like the mystery and the illusion of of be of the business i don't want to be backstage at a wrestling show no doesn't matter if it's be a wwe or a little shitty small indie promotion yeah i don't need to know what happens backstage <laughs> i don't need knowledge i want to enjoy the show and i want to enjoy this illusion yep. the sport i feel you'd be more of a critic if you knew what was happening you'd be like oh my god i can't believe that if this moves that way you'd no, I wouldn't enjoy it. I'd stop enjoying this, the yeah. wrestling if I knew all this stuff. That's true. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so I think uh, going into the next lot of tapings, like for NXT and stuff, what do you think is going to happen after... Takeover. If you had to predict now who is going to win, 
the matches. I'll get the card and I'll get our predictions. So, okay, I don't have the card, so send me the matches and I... I will get them just now and I will ask you. So, NXT TakeOver in your house. Come on. This must be uh, really good listening on a podcast that's searching. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> if you like us that much, you'll listen to any of our shit. Okay, here we go. Matches. So we have Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion. What was the last Karrion Cross? So, uh, I think it was used to be Killer Cross. Carrying cross, nice. I'm going that way. I think Champa. Uh Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. Charlotte. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I like her. Many people say that uh, she's overrated and she's only in this position because she's the daughter of, of Ric Flair. But I think. Uh, that what she made out of the uh, women res- wrestling division. <sighs> Come on, she's yeah, great. And she's really talented in the ring. Yeah, it's not good to say that uh, she's maybe yes, she's the daughter of Ric Flair, and uh, you can sell much merchandising to build her up and for the next yeah. big thing. But she is talented and she has charisma and she had a good look. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm going with Io Shirai. I think a new champion and new fresh women's division after this pay-per-view, and they were. I think I think Rhea Ripley will move up to the main roster, maybe. Okay, this yeah. is bad. Uh, next is Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I'm a huge Finn Balor fan, but I think Damien Priest needs to win yeah. more. Yeah, because he's gone a bit, he's gone a bit stale. Like he, he, he doesn't really win many matches anymore. Yeah, and uh, Finn Balor is in my eyes uh, the star already. Yep, definitely. He's already a star. Yeah, uh, I no. think the same. I think Damien Priest also. And then next we have Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American title. Keith Lee. Same. Keith Lee. I think it's uh, awesome how he yeah. for, 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 for yeah. his side. For his side. Like a, like a, like a gymnastic yeah, guy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely. The way... Look at on the Olympic Games uh, with this small, tiny uh, men and girls who flipping around. Yep. Yeah, he he reminds me of this guy, but he's so size and uh, but uh, he has this huge size and uh, in my eyes, uh, it's always awesome to see. He's a great athlete, isn't he? Yes, yep. he's a great athlete. When you when when you seen him the first time before you before you seen a match from him. You think, oh, not another. Uh, 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 he will work a really boring match, but uh, no, definitely not. I think Keith Lee too. 
I seen him at PWT, and it was awesome. It was only awesome. And the cr any crowd seemed to love him as well. Because no one expects uh, what uh, what yeah, he does. He's a, a very unique athlete. So next, yeah. then we have a six-person tag. We have Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, the heels. Too many names. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would like them to win, but I think the good guys are going to win this one. Yeah, but a but a edgy uh, women's stable would be yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely, because there hasn't been one in wrestling for a long time in mainstream wrestling. So I yeah. think that it would be good to hopefully they hopefully they do something like this because uh, AEW tried to do it with uh, I think they were the Nightmare something with uh, Awesome Kong and Brandy, but it just never went anywhere. And it says that uh, Awesome Kong, she uh, isn't anymore in AWR. No. 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 And that's sad because I was always a big fan yeah, of she's her. Yeah, brilliant. Then we have our main event of Adam Cole, baby, versus Velveteen Dream no. in a backlot brawl for the NXT title. First of all, it's not baby, it's baby. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm English. Baby, you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adam Cole, baby, versus Velveteen Dream. I think Adam Cole should win this match. Really? Because I'm fed from him. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I I want Velveteen Dream to win. I love this character. He is just so different to anything in WWE. There's nothing like Velveteen Dream. In my eyes. That's true. Yeah, that's but true. But I've just seen if Velveteen Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the NXT title while Cole is the champion. So then you go to Raw or SmackDown. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. I hope not. <laughs> Yeah, but, but uh, I think I think this uh, major call to uh, going to Raw and SmackDown it isn't maybe so bad because uh, then it comes new guys in NXT and uh, maybe the young guns uh, bring new wind in the uh, major TV show. Yeah, it might it might be like a fresh start for the big shows. If 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 Vince will, will this, if Vince uh, exactly. wants this, yeah, that's the big thing. It, it all depends if Vince wants it or not, isn't it? Which is yeah. uh, which is the the bad thing. <laughs> I don't know. He has those big ratings, and uh, I'm not a fan of uh, of everything what I see in WWE or AEW or NXT, but. Uh, He's always the big, the big player in this business. He will be there. He's the great Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Unfortunately, that is the game 
ratings is the game on TV, isn't it? No ratings, you, you, you lose your TV spot. to the first ever NXT TakeOver in your house. Remember me? I'm Todd Pettengill, and I had the honor of being part of the very first move-in, and now even more proud to be a part of the NXT remodel 25 years in the making. Uh, what was the name of the band uh, on in your house? Code Orange. Code Orange, okay. I, I listened to them uh, yesterday morning after I'd watched the show. They're really good. Yes? Yeah, they, 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 they sing uh, Alistair Black's theme song as well. Okay. They also sing that and they, they sing Bray Wyatt's new theme, like The Fiend's music. So they uh, are booked from um, WWE like uh, the other 90, uh, 90 guys. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, but they 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 they, they, they tore the world. They they tore the world a lot. Like they were they were big before they played the WWE things. Okay. But I would definitely listen to them. They were, they they were right up my street. Like music wise, they're really good. Their new album's really good, that's, the, that's what the song that they performed uh, at NXT, it's on the new album. Okay, that's great. Yeah. It sounds so good. What, so talking of TakeOver, what what did you think of the show? Uh, it was a better show. Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, the build-up was great. Uh, I had this nostalgic uh, feeling when I saw it with this um, build-up up of this uh, in your house thing yeah and uh, then the band code orange was uh, started at the show and yeah, it was a little bit 90 uh, 1996 or seven feeling yeah i agree it was so different to how any other show starts also the style of the band yeah very heavy i love i love the i love the female vocals and then the guy Singing as well, they, they worked really well together. A little bit, um, not the DX, but um, a little bit feeling of the Generation X from the 90s, not the yes. wrestling. So uh, they have doing this zeitgeist thing. Yeah, I, I definitely think you're right there. I agree with you there. That's a really good comparison. I love the set as well, the stage. Like the old house, like how they used to on the old in your house shows. Yeah, that's I like. Yeah, I liked it. And then that they came out of the garage when they were when they were when they were making their entrance, and Johnny Gargano came through the uh, the front door <laughs> with <laughs> the key. <laughs> yeah, and it was down his pants. <laughs> and then, but then when they did the bit when he was trying to get back in the house. And it looked like you were looking, you know, the little hole in the hotel room door. And you look for it. It yeah, looked like true. you were looking for that. I kept saying that to Liam, my wife. I kept saying, it looks like when you look out of the peephole. It, it, it was so well filmed. What did you think of the backlot brawl? Mm, you 
no, I'm not really averted uh, with this cinematic style, like the Boneyard match or the Last Money in the Bank match. I think it's a it's a good way on this um, pandemic era to try some new things and. You know, uh, I have said that um, Adam Cole should win the match you last did. week. You did? But when I saw the match, I thought that uh, the Velveteen dream. Uh, Me too. It's the start of the match, that's what I thought. I like his um, Prince yeah, style. Definitely, definitely. And, and I like that the way he arrived. And had his leather jacket on and the braids in his hair. Like the walking Yeah, dad. with the baseball bat. That was so fucking cool. Uh, but I thought the match it, it did too much in a short time. Like with the Undisputed Era, then you had Dexter Loomis. And uh, when, I, when I saw uh, Sunday Night... Sunday, when I saw Sunday Night... Uh, the first pictures from this match before I uh, yep. saw in this match um, I thought it would be like the uh, Boneyard match yep, definitely. so I was really surprised that they have doing a, I don't know a, a real match or something like that but um, you know I like this cinematic style and so it was good to, to watch it and um, you know why I love the Velvet why is that I love gimmicks. He is the biggest gimmick, I think, in WWE at the moment. Mm. In my opinion, I love the guy. The guy is like, does everything right, in my opinion. Like, That's true, yeah. Like, <laughs> do you remember Prince Okia as uh, the artist formerly known as Prince Okia? Oh, wow, yeah. With Charmel as Paisley. Yeah, <laughs> but this, the Velveteen Dream, is such a better Prince style. I think that the real Prince would be very proud when he uh, saw this. Definitely, he did it so well. And and I think I think he can be a really big star in the future. Yeah, there's every brilliant. And I forgot how big he is, like how tall. Like I said when I was watching, I was like, he is a lot taller than I thought, standing by Adam Cole. And please hate me, but I think I think he should uh, he should be the only person in the roster who uses the super kick. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It should be his move. Not everybody in the uh, in the performance center or in WWE using it. But yeah. I thought, I thought that was, it was okay match. I was the, the bit with the chairs when the undisputed era was happening in the ring that took a little bit longer. In my uh, it was a little bit of uh, ECW yeah, moment. Def- yeah, that's what I thought. It felt that way. I think my favourite match of the show was Gargano and Keith Lee. Me too. So they work so well together. Uh, you know, I love Keith Lee. He's an outstanding uh, performer. 
Yep. Seen this big guy with this uh, big belly and all the stuff, and you think uh, the only thing that he can do are some slowly power moves, but uh, he acts like a like an athlete, and uh, that's one of his selling points. Yeah, I think I think he he makes you think. Right, this guy is going to be big guy he's just going to be like a Braun Strowman Samoa Joe but then when you watch him he's like like he's such, such a good athlete like his athleticism is out of this world that's true like and and I love how he was selling the injured hand and the eye from oh yes team. and you know I I hate this thing I things oh yeah I it was a it. it was a torture for me to watch it <laughs> So we all know I love this match, but um, I love this match, but I hate this uh, finger things. <laughs> when they so work if Marcel annoys you, oh. if Marcel annoys you, do something to his fingers or make him watch Marty Skill. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've been really annoying, we're like, okay, we're going to put some uh, finger manipulation on him. <laughs> oh, please, no. <laughs> I think as well, I think also the right person won that match yeah like I think it would have been stupid to give the belt to Gargano when Keith Lee is probably the most popular person in NXT he's the face of the he can be the face of the organization oh yeah definitely he he, he is like I don't know he just seems such a a guy that like you're drawn to him like his personality and oh, he just is he, he, he just seems like the kind of guy you'd be like I want to be friends with that guy he seems a nice guy yeah you're feeling this aura this aura yeah. you know yeah. um, he's the total pack- package in my eyes not Lex Luger <laughs> no <laughs> no no that was good and I also realised that they gave that match a lot of time they didn't rush the match. It was, a, it was a long match, but I think it needed to be a long match. No, but uh, I'm really happy that they're doing it in this long yeah. way because I enjoyed the work from Ikki and from Gargano. Definitely. I think the Tommaso Ciampa match was weird that he got dominated so easily. I don't understand the muscle jumper on my way because um, I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's um, too old for NXT. You think? For all the seats. Uh, he is two seconds, I will find out. Tommaso Ciampa, you're not going to believe this. You're a bit old. That means you're saying I'm old because he's only one year older than me. He's 35. He looks like 45. Yeah, his only his, his date of birth is May 8, 1985. Okay. Yeah. I just don't get why they buried him. Like they, they made him lose in like five minutes. Then on his on the sleeper hold or what was it? Oh yeah, that's carrying Cross's finisher. I forget what he calls it, but it, it's like a choke, like a rear naked choke. Kind of thing. But 
Maybe I thought we, we would see more high spots and uh, all those stuff, but not uh, this boring match. Yeah, I didn't think they could have been better because Cross is a good wrestler when I've seen him elsewhere, but that match was just a little bit boring in my opinion. What did you think of Finn Balor and Damian Priest? Um, I would give them uh, when we rate the match from five out of uh, from five uh, points. I will give them a four four point five rating. Why? So you, it was you thought the match was really good then. Yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think they made Damian Priest look 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 like he can wrestle with the big names now. Yeah, like he he didn't look out of place against Finn Balor. And then no, but um, uh, back on Tomasa Kiamba, uh, uh, Kiamba and Karrion Cross. I wish that Tomasa uh, would be uh, on the main roster. You think he's been there too long in NXT? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're running out of ideas for him. It's like they can't have him on the running. Yeah. Yeah, and he don't earn this. No. He's too. Definitely, I think he's uh, in his own way uh, not a legend, but uh, he could be became a legend. Yeah, definitely. He he's got the body of work that could make push him to the next level because some of his matches in NXT have been outstanding. Like with Johnny Gargano, they were amazing matches. Maybe as a disciple from. Ray White or something else. Yeah, that would, yeah, that makes that would be good. That makes sense as well. What did you think of the main event, the uh, women's triple threat? Outstanding. Yeah. The two, the two uh, NXT ladies looked like they could definitely belong in the ring with Charlotte Flair. And uh, it's one of my favorite women's matches. Yeah, you did. It, it had you glued to your TV, didn't it? Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm I'm done getting warm with uh, women's wrestling. I have some problems with them sometimes. Right. Um, not because it's women, because uh, I think sometimes uh, you know. Uh, it was socialized by uh, the old WWE, and we had this bra and panty things. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's still in my head. Right, that that's what WWE did. This awful things are still in my head. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it... I take it. I I, I take the uh, women's revolution serious, and uh, I'm really happy that we had this. But it must be uh, doing. So more better things to the women's division, and uh, that uh, I can delete uh, this awful uh, brown pen things. Yeah, get rid of the image of that totally. But I think that as a symbol or something, you know, it should be athletes classed as athletes. Yes. Yeah. Like I think on the indies, you get some good women's matches. That's true. Like Killer Kelly, uh, Tony Storm. Melly Gray, Taylor Ray, there's some 
superb women's wrestling on the indies, I think. Chessie Gabbard, alpha female. Yeah, yeah, definitely, 100%. But do you think it was... I know you picked uh, Charlotte Flair to win, but do you think it was a good person to put the belt on on Io Shirai? She can be the future of the division. Yeah. Her jump off the stage, the top of the house. Oh yeah, that's what that was awesome. Yes. That was awesome. It was really good. And and she can high fly and she can brawl as well, which I think is a good mix. Yeah, she's one of the highlights in my eyes for the future of uh, major women's wrestling. Yeah. Because I, I see in her not this uh, sex symbol or something else. I see in her this athlete. Yeah. Uh, I feel this the women athlete, this female athlete, and yeah. I feel the same with. So I'm really. Uh, yeah. Asuka to me is I. If you if you closed your eyes, and in your head you watched you would not think it was women's wrestling. She's that, her and Io Shirai, if there was intergender wrestling in WWE, I think they would be the best too, against the guys. And it's good that uh, we can saw it uh, as, as the main event match. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it was the right, the right match to be the main event. And the ending where they had all the uh, streamers and stuff in the ring. Was really cool. Was a really cool visual. Yeah. What did you think of the first match? <laughs> oh yeah. What did you think of that? Uh, I had the first. Uh, I first of all, I had some problems with them because uh, I'm not a big fan of three men or three girl uh, tag team matches. No, it's too many. It's too many and. Uh, but it wasn't a bad match. I just... I don't know. I feel like I've seen that combination of women too many times. Like, I've seen Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. I've seen Mia Yim and Candice LeRae. It's like, do something different. I need to see it a, a different, different variety of people wrestling, like, not the same all the time. But I think uh, but you know it 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 wasn't a failure that uh, they have booked the match and uh, it wasn't a bad match. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Definitely not. So if you had to give uh, the show a rating out of five, what would you give it? Uh, a four. Yeah, I think so. Four out of five is fair. It was a good show, solid show. And they did they, they did well without the crowd again. It made it feel like you're more focused on the in ring, which was good. Yeah. So we would we give NXT takeover in your house a thumbs up. And That's true. while we're here, because it'll be Wednesday when this goes out, uh, I want to wish my wife Leanne a happy birthday for today happy birthday yeah I'm not going to say how old she is because she will kill me if I say it on there she's 40 I'm joking she, I joke with her saying she's 40 and she goes crazy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was NXT 
to take over and to let you know the predictions we both got three each you got three correct I got three correct yeah. if I hadn't if Charlotte Flair had won the uh, women's match you would have had four and I would have only had two so I'm glad but I think it's, uh, it's better that he or she uh, wants the match than uh, Charlotte yeah because so uh, something new has the belt and yeah and I think that also means the belt will be on NXT all the time now it won't be on Raw and Smackdown it'll just be an NXT title again yeah which in my opinion is what it should be all the time but yeah so NXT takeover in your house good show thanks for listening this week be sure to follow us on Twitter at stdmpod and like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'll be back on Monday with our next episode of Stop the Damn Match. Goodbye.